it comes to living with an abiding peace, they are far beyond most of us living a frazzled, fast-paced modern life. So, is the answer to living with an abiding peace to go Amish? Some think so. An Amish newspaper ran a story about the hundreds of letters they received asking how to become Amish. The article explained that most people wanted a change of pace or were feeling stressed by their hectic lifestyle. The solution, they thought, was to become Amish. The newspaper conjectured that most likely they wouldn't last a day in the Amish lifestyle. One cold winter ride in a buggy would send them scurrying to get home, happy to flip on the car heater and switch on the radio. Uncle Amos, an Amish man who occasionally wrote for the Small Farmer's Journal, wrote this thought-provoking response. Become Amish? If you admire our faith, strengthen yours. If you admire our sense of commitment, deepen yours. If you admire our community spirit, build your own. If you admire the simple life, cut back. If you admire deep character and enduring values, live them yourself. We don't need to go Amish to bring true peace into our lives. In fact, it's nearly impossible to become Amish. There is a basic foundation of being Amish called Glassenheit that is simply contrary to the American way of thinking. Glassenheit is translated to mean yielding to a higher authority. The Amish believe in living a life of humility and subjection to God, as well as the church district's leaders and ordnung, rules for living. It's more than just living without conveniences. The welfare of the community is at the forefront of decision-making. It means that drawing attention to oneself is inappropriate, very different from our tendency to be considered special. It means keeping life simple so they can emphasize what is truly important. But peace? The lasting peace we long for isn't exclusive to the Amish. Their example is our example. Their principles can be our principles. Their peace, based on the security of God, can belong to us too. But how? Amish peace, simple wisdom for a complicated world, seeks to answer that question by exploring the taproot of the Amish. We can graft into it, an English tree drawing strength from Amish roots, and integrate those principles into our modern life. Plain and simple, a troubled heart is not Jesus' intent for you or me. A heart anchored in peace is. Part 1. Simplicity Take all you want, eat all you take. Amish Proverb by the cash register at my favorite coffee shop sits a stack of business cards that promise to simplify my life. The secret, shouts the card, is to get organized. A worthy goal, but I have a feeling that its aim is to help me stuff even more activities into my weighted with responsibility schedule. Not exactly my definition of simple living. Actually, I'm not sure any of us in the 21st century, running breathless, addicted to technologies that are supposed to make our lives easier, but really make them far more complex, well, I'm not sure any of us get what simple living really means. Except for maybe the Amish. The Amish personifies simple living. To the casual observer, their life of simplicity seems based on living with less choice. When an Amish woman wakes in the morning, she doesn't face countless decisions about how to carry on with her day, what to wear, what to do, and how to do it. It's already been decided. Friday, house cleaning. Saturday, grass cutting. Monday, laundry day. She knows exactly what has to be done and in what order. 
But having less choice isn't what makes the Amish life a simple life. A truly simple life is much more than that. There's a verse in the Bible that keeps rolling around in my mind. Jesus tells his listeners not to lay up for themselves treasures on earth, where rust and moth can attack. Matthew 6, 19-21 I know there's a layer of eternity in Jesus' words, but I think there's also a very practical earthly application in these verses. Rust and moth only attack things that are neglected, forgotten, devalued. In fact, I've wondered if Jesus' remark was inspired by a memory of some Nazareth neighbor's overflowing garage. Neighbors like mine, who pay monthly storage locker fees to store things that they seldom use, so that rust and moth can settle in undisturbed for a feast. Do you feel overwhelmed by clutter in your life? I sure do, both figuratively and literally.